Og lige nu her på DR1 sidder Tine Goethe klar til at præsentere TV-avisen. In episode 6 of Planet Mundus we ask, why does Russia love Putin so much? To find answers, we talked, among others, to two journalists about the Russian media landscape, the working conditions for journalists, and how Putin actually uses the media for his advantage. In this Planet Mundus Extra, we let you listen to the two interviews in length to give you more of the interesting insights the two had to offer. The first person we asked about Putin's popularity and the media was Matilda Kima. She's a Danish foreign correspondent covering Russia and Ukraine. All right, so uh, you work as a foreign correspondent in Russia. How would you describe the working conditions for journalists in Russia? I'd say it's much easier to be an international journalist because being Russian and working in the media, you basically have to make a decision pretty soon in your career, whether you want a career or not, because you, you need to decide whether you want to work for the loyal media who posts very limited criticism about the state or you want to be more or less opposition-oriented and you want to do not much but critical and then therefore making fairly limited amount of money and being in a rather risky business if you if you get any of the of the big stories do do they like do the russian journalists talk to you about that yeah they do they do um i know a few i don't think the people who work in the in the state loyal media i don't think they would describe themselves as being purely propagandistic i think they would describe their role in society as being more of a uh, bridge builder um the, the the people i know at least they don't consider themselves as being just the putin's uh, do-gooders uh, they 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 actually consider themselves fairly critical and uh, as regards to the other group they can discuss it and uh, they they are the opposition group are fairly open about it and fairly idealistic uh, and obviously also interested in sharing their information and their conditions with western media would you say um is it difficult to de- to get access to certain areas or to certain press conferences you'll have to have some kind of insight into the extremely odd slow bureaucracy of russia but that being said i mean you will have to fill in a, a ridiculous amount of papers but you do have access okay so you don't feel restrained in any ways like you if you want to report about a topic you can mm. I wouldn't go totally at it at that. I mean, I can go into press conferences because if there's a press conference, somebody's basically willing to talk. I don't know how many different um, applications are filled in for the Russian military in order to get some answers from that side, which has been fairly interesting for me and the rest of the Western world last year, uh, which is just applications and requests that goes unanswered so so no i can, there are plenty of stuff that i can't get any answers to but if we talk about official openings that's open to russian public it's most of the time also open to uh international press okay so when we go to to our main question putin's popularity what does putin do to use the media for his advantage 
first of all, he he allows uh, the media to portray him in in different in different aspects. I mean, he's had a pretty clear PR strategy from the beginning, portraying him as this very male, masculine, macho guy who who takes his job very seriously. Do you think it works? Do you think the media actually enhances Putin's popularity among the Russians? For sure. I don't remember the exact percentages, but I do believe it's over 80% of the Russian population that basically gets their information from the the national TV channels. And the national TV channels are all, has become during Putin's reign, are all centered around being loyal to the Kremlin and the elite. So that also means that on the big national TV channels, you will not see opposition figures. They will not be invited to debates. You will not hear their version. So in that aspect, you could say that the, the media has a, a very, very uh, deep understanding of their part in maintaining the frame. Um, I read 68% of the Russian population is pro-Putin, or at least... That's what this poll suggested. Mm. What's mm. your impression among the journalists? How popular mm. is Putin among the journalists? Well, again, you have uh, you have at least two big groups, and uh, one where it's a matter of of uh, professionalism and, and and making the money. The people who work on uh, on state controlled media, they will do their job because that's what feeds them. And to some, also a, a, an ideological point of view that they are doing the good. They are, I mean. They are working against the West and the the twisted version of Russia that we try to present the West. Uh, so, so the the, the pro Putin journalists are obviously supportive. I would say journalists as a whole would normally be more privileged as regards to information gathering and therefore have access to other sources than the what the national TV stations provide anyway. Uh, so they would normally be better informed also about the critical aspects internally in Russia and externally. So so probably the, the amount would be fairly lower. Mm. Okay. When we go to um, journalists being pressured in Russia, there has been lots of journalists being killed or beaten up badly. What does that make with the remaining journalists in Russia? I'm sure that for every killing, uh, people once again ask themselves if they think it's worth it uh, doing the job they do. And I have yet to meet somebody who said, no, you're right, it's not worth it. Um, I mean, anytime people are beaten up or even killed, it just highlights the need for some people to keep saying things loud. After talking to Matilda Kima, obviously we also wanted to get a Russian perspective. So we called a Russian journalist who's working in Moscow. All right. Could you start with um, introducing yourself? My name is Yuri Zhalin. I'm a feature, feature projects editor in uh, Commerçant Online, Commerçant Publishing House. What kind of media outlet is that? How would you describe that? It's one of the biggest publishing houses. There are not just a newspaper and, this, and the website, but also two weekly Uh, political magazines and one weekly economical magazine and some other some other products we do so news radio station also yeah oh that's big um how would you describe the well the outlet stand towards the government 
so it's actually it's kind of controversial so before like all the 90s it was totally free and liberal uh, position of the newspaper so but now the new era has come and uh, if you want to stay on the market if you want to work and so on so you have to figure out some things in some smart way so to say you you're always on the edge you know because uh, if you are big enough and uh, you have influence on the society on the on your audience you also attract a lot of attention from the government um, have you personally ever experienced any constraints on what you wanted to report? Mm, from my bosses, for example, no, never. It's actually uh, calls here a kind of self-censorship. It's actually, there is something like that. But uh, most of the time you, you fight in, inside of yourselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. When I ask you about freedom of speech in Russia, what would be the first thing that comes to your mind? Mm no such a thing anymore okay <laughs> actually yeah so there is an expression in russian so all the independent media which exist till now they are still alive not because of the governmental politics but despite of that and there there are some actually examples when when actually the whole teams of the in of former independent medias they actually left russia for example like there is a project meduza now they based in uh, riga in latvia they work there but they work just on russian markets one of the reasons were not to be covered by the russian laws in that way but it is readable in russia so you get yeah, it in russia yeah okay. yeah yeah still but uh, actually you never know when it's gonna when it's going to finish, when it's going to end. <laughs> okay. Um, would you say that Putin is purposeful using the media to enhance his popularity? Um, yeah, actually all his popularity is based just on that. And um, now there is a, there is a funny thing be uh, began uh, since that uh, conflict in Ukraine. We got more political TV shows, uh, like talk shows, they invite there some people with a different opinion, but it looks really horrible because those people, they actually, they don't have a possibility even to to say their, their opinion. For example, the host can mark on the person and say, this is the uh, like a representative of the, for example, Ukrainian parliament. Mm -hmm. And he started to he started to say something, and all the others, so-called political scientists and experts, so and they start shouting shouting on him, not even letting him to say a word. And that's the only way they present the the other opinion. But what is the reaction of the audience? I mean, how is that perceived in the population? Successfully, I don't know. They. They consume 100% of the news they see on TV and uh, most of the people, actually, they, there is no such a thing in, like a critical mind now. Kim Schönrock for Planet Mundus. Yes.